Kwanzaa edition three. Let's do it. Let's do it. Peace and blessings. The Black Coffee Podcast. The Black Coffee Podcast. The Black Coffee Podcast. Yeah. The Black Coffee Podcast. Ah. Ooh, ooh, that's so cool. Ooh, ooh, that's so cool. So cool, you did this one, man. Yeah. Black cup, black cup, huh? Um, power to the people. people. Here we beat my fist. Twice the baller, what they call him? James Allen, Mr. No Assist. Elevate the masses, step in my objective. No, no quiz. Through the pot, let's take a sip. They taking shots, we taking trips. Pilot vision, you and I a mission just to be specific. Got enough soul to not fly spirit. Got enough soul to keep y'all lifted. Follow my role and keep it spiritual. This be the ritual. Black my coffee, hold the cream. I check one, two, eight. Here we go. This is that windows down low, turn me up It don't matter what we talking, just as long as it's black coffee Yeah. This is that windows down low, turn me up It don't matter what we talking, just as long as it's black coffee uh, This be that black coffee podcast, black coffee podcast, black coffee Hey, hold the cream This be that black coffee podcast, black coffee podcast, black coffee Hey, hold the cream Yeah, you and I ain't world Welcome to the Black Coffee Podcast. I am your host, James Allen. James Allen. The Black Coffee Podcast. Your safe haven for education and spiritual liberation. Hashtag power to the people. And long, and long live and the ancestors. Hey, ancestors. hold the cream. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. So cool. Thank you. Hey, hold the cream. Thank you for that. So cool. Hold the cream on the Black Coffee Podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the end of the year. We made it to our final podcast of the year. This is our final podcast of the year. So cool as we do our annual Kwanzaa edition. I bring peace and blessings to listeners all over the world. Thank you for tuning into the Black Coffee Podcast. You couldn't be doing anything else with your time right now. But you're here with me. And I just want you to know that I greatly appreciate that. Today's episode is brought to you by Goat Behavior Pearl. For those that create their own path to define their own greatness. Move different, behave different. So get your behavior right with Goat Behavior Apparel. And that's at GoatBehaviorApparel.com. All right, so cool. Like I said, we have reached our final podcast of the Kwanzaa edition. Christmas is coming up. And of course, as we all know, Kwanzaa starts immediately after Christmas. But I do, um, I will like to announce actually that we will have uh, attorney Keith Smith will join us on the Black Coffee podcast next year. He will be on an episode that's entitled Black Crime. I'm, I'm really excited about this. I know this brother really, really good. Watch him grind through the um, through the court system as an attorney. I know I think he, I want to say he ran for judge, but he's really, really, really um, active in the community. He's also a brother of mine, 587 Fraternity Incorporated. And I'm really excited. Can't wait for next year. So be on the lookout for that Black Crime with Keith Smith. And with that being said, so cool. Good day, sir. Let's work. Episode 27, Kwanzaa Edition 3. Now, this is one of my favorite podcasts of the year, so cool. I love this one. Uh, as we know, Kwanzaa is from the Swahili phrase, Mutanda Yan Kwanzaa, meaning the first fruits of the harvest. Now, as we all know, Africa is the birthplace of the human race, and we are her children. In 1966, Kwanzaa was created by a man named Moalana Karinja. Karinja was an author and activist during the Black Power Movement of the 60s and 70s. 
Kwanzaa is celebrated worldwide, but it was established to reconnect African-Americans to their roots and heritage. Kwanzaa occurs over the same seven days every year, December 26th until January 1st. Each day is celebrated with a principal, a canera, and seven candles. Three red candles, three green candles, and one black candle. And that represents each principal. It is also a time to rejoice and reflect until the new year for our people now, of course, now I'm going to go over all of the principles of Kwanzaa, but I'm going to do something different today, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I'm going to insert uh, some trending topics when it comes to celebrities and what's trending kind of on in the in the social media world. I'm going to dive into that as it connects with Kwanzaa and as the, and the principles. Now, first, day one, Umoja Unity, Red Candle. To strive for and maintain unity in family, community, nation, and race. Now, so cool. I am going to start off this segment by giving my two cent, I guess, on the Deion Sanders situation. Everybody been ready to hear what my take is. And I'm getting ready to go ahead and get my take. Now, if people don't know what who Deion Sanders is, now, Deion Sanders, he just took the head coaching job, head coaching football job at Colorado University. And if you don't know who Deion Sanders is, he's a Hall of Fame cornerback. Uh, he played during the 80s, late well, mid-80s, early 90s. He also played in the 2000s as he got a little older. But he's, I, w- I would go ahead and say that he's probably the best cornerback to ever play the game. I will I will be say that he's a, a awesome amazing athlete and I really did I looked up to him as as a young uh, boy and a football fan so uh, I have no issues with him and his total body of work I, I like his swag okay but uh, after playing football he became an analyst he was an analyst for NFL network and other networks and uh, he was doing good and then he started getting he got his hands into coaching I think he started coaching a high school team in Texas and he turned that program around he wasn't a head coach but he played but he turned that program around now the elephant in the room everybody is mad because he has taken the job at Colorado University and in my opinion I feel like Deion Sanders definitely manipulated Jackson State for personal gain and I, yes, I, I feel like, yes, he, he manipulated Jackson. Now, I'm going to say something. I'm going to skate a line here on the Black Coffee podcast that I'm not supposed to do. But usually when people put God in something, first it was God sent me to HBCUs. Now, I, for one, never thought that he was going to stay at HBCU. Never one. And if anybody ever thought that, you're kind of crazy yourself, okay? So he, God sent me, he made everybody feel like he was going to be the next Eddie Robinson of black college football. So James, how did he manipulate them, James? How did he gain from that, James? So cool, Dion did not want to be an assistant coach under anybody in the college ranks. He just didn't. So people don't know or people do know or not what people are not bringing up so cool is that Florida State denied him. They denied him. But why did they deny him? Because he didn't have a college degree at the time. So he went ahead and got and, and, and 
scurried up and, and guess what he went to to get a college degree, ladies and gentlemen? An HBCU in Alabama. Uh, so he got his degree, and we all know how that goes. He even got one of fast track degrees. Okay, did he do the work? Okay, whatever. But he got his he got his bachelor's degree. But he benefited from Jackson State University because they let him be a head coach. Period. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to be a college head coach. You benefited from Jackson State because no Power Five program was going to let you be a head coach. But and the reason why I got a problem with that is because I don't feel like you acknowledging it. You acknowledge how Jackson State benefited from you and which is very well true. But every single coach has to have a degree. And majority of them so cool, they go from a position coach to a coordinator to a head coach. So don't act like you didn't benefit from Jackson State University. And yes, I have a problem with that. So, okay, now, and apparently his belongings were stolen and, you know, a lot of things happen at, you know, uh, apparently in the locker room when it comes to his stuff being stolen. And, and I get it from what I understand. From what I understand, and I had to piece this together. There was a, he, the, 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 the items were returned to him. But here from Dion, he said that somebody caught him in the act. Somebody caught the person in the act but couldn't stop them. But then I heard nobody was actually charged for the crime. But he never cleared that up. He never cleared that up. And that, and that that's my only that's my only issue. You can't walk if you if you're going to say okay, you know, I'm going to take this job and there's a couple of years, you know, I, I want to move on. That's fine. And and you make everything about you, which is fine because you're prime time. Everything has always been about you. Okay. Now, here is where it got really ugly. It's in my eyes, this is my opinion. And if you have an issue with it, you can email me at you and my you and I world. Uh, UNIEWorld at gmail.com or you can contact me at UNIEWorldMedia at uh, UNIEWorldMedia.com www. I got two of them so cool got a gmail <laughs> and I got a website so let me get this right UNIEWorld at gmail.com and UNIEWorldMedia.com you can email me either way and we can talk about it maybe I might even bring you on a show or two who knows but here's where I got he said and I quote I never said build me a tombstone here at Jackson State. Oh. Oh, no, but but before it was, I, 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 I came here, God. And now he's talking about how y'all going to tell me when God tell me to do something. It's all about you, not about kids. I'm very interested to see if this is going to work at Colorado. You're not going to be able to just line up kids and just be better than everybody else. That's just not going to happen. Okay. It's going to take a little coaching. So I'm not rooting against them, but you know, a lot of people are, you know, you know, on his side, but you know, I feel, and this is my opinion. I feel like he definitely manipulated Jackson state university and manipulated black people in general for personal gain. And, and that's, that's my opinion. And, you know, when I, I talked to someone yesterday, I was, uh, I was out with my tactical group yesterday and I was, we were talking about this situation and one guy just said, and I'm going to end off this talking about him. When I asked the question to the guys, I said, do you think he'll be successful? And one of the guys said, the ancestors are no longer with him. And I'm just going to leave it like that.
and see how it goes. Day two, okay? Kuji Chagulia, self-determination. To define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. I'm going to talk, I'm going to introduce a new award, so cool, and I want you to give him a hand clap when I say his name, okay? Now, first, before I say him, I do want to preface this and, and, and with this with Malcolm X, with what he said. And he said, a race of people is like an individual man until it uses his own talent, takes his own pride in his own history, expresses his own culture, affirm its own selfhood. It could never be fulfilled. My man of the year is so cool. Give him a hand clap. Whatever. There you Ladies and gentlemen, my man of the UNI World Media Outlet, man of the year is Kyrie Irving. Oh, yes, it is. And I don't care what nobody feel about it. Why? What did I just say? A race of people is like an, indi- uh, like an individual man until he uses his own talent, takes pride in his own history, expresses his own culture. Kyrie battled two big situations in this past year. And that's also what we're talking about in this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about how to rejoice. We, 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 we're recapping the year, and there's going to be a message at the end, okay? So this past year, he had two significant situations that I feel brought light to the black man. And what I say this, okay, the vaccination. He refused to get vaccinated. Now, we've all had this conversation about vaccination, but it's a, but here's my thing about it when it comes to vaccination. So cool. You ask some people, how do you feel about the abortion rights? Oh, no. Nobody should be able to tell me what to do with my body. Okay, well, where you at <laughs> on the vaccination? And then it gets stuck. It, it, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a confusion there, okay? But he refused to do it, and the Nets said, well, we're not going to use you part-time. The reason why the Nets couldn't let him play, because New York had a mandate on vaccination, and you couldn't play unless you was vaccinated. So he could essentially play some away games. They said, no, we didn't want that. But his own talent made them come back. Yeah. And not only that, Kyrie Irving does a lot in the community that people don't talk about. I'm going to bring that up as well. Okay, and now he now when the last situation he reposted Negroes to Hebrews, which is a movie, and um, <laughs> the Nets tried to make him go meet with the Jews caucus and tried to embarrass him, which was not called for. Now, obviously, he didn't do it, but and the reason why he's my man of the year because he stands his ground. Along with being a great basketball player. Along with being a great basketball player. He stands his ground. He is the epitome of what black people should be. And I'm just talking about my people because I'm black. Okay. He's the epitome of what black people should be in other areas. And that's why he's my man of the year. All right. Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to continue with day three, collective work and responsibility. As we finish out the red candle and move on to the black candle. That and more coming up next on the Black Coffee Podcast. And I'm your host. The Black Coffee Podcast. Black Coffee Podcast. Black Coffee Podcast. Yeah. The Black Coffee Podcast. Ah. Ooh, that's so cool. Ooh, ooh, that's so cool. So cool you did this one, man. Yeah. Black Coffee. 
Black cow, huh? Power to the, the next segment is brought to you by Swagology Clothing. The Swagology brand is designed to inspire you to connect with your true self and inspire others to take care of their own mental health. So be your true self and swag out with us at Swagology Clothing. And that's at swagologyclothing.com. All right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Black Coffee Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, James, James Allen. Allen. Are we going to continue Allen. with day three? Ujima, collective work and responsibility. Red Candle, to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters problems, our problems, and solve them together. This is a huge one, so cool. Because uh, a lot of people don't feel like they need to help Struggling black people. That's just it. They just don't want to. They just don't want to deal with. It. I have a frat brother. As I was beginning my journey over here with you and I world, as you know, I started you know giving out clothes and food to the homeless. And the way that came about is because my principal at the time in Charlotte, she said, "Well, you got all this black power, black this, black that, but what are you doing about it?" And it stuck me. <laughs> I said, "All right." And when I went home that day. And UNIA World was born. Well, at that point, it was just UNIA World. And UNIA stands for United Negroes in America. And I was giving out food and clothes. I was going to the hoodest of the hoods. And we went to Cleveland County. It was in Mecklenburg County. We was in Charlotte. And one of my frat brothers straight told me, I'm not doing that. I'm not going out there helping you feed the homeless out there, okay? I'd rather work with black graduates and help them create a business. That's what he rather do. And it sounded talented, 10th-ish. But, you know, to be honest with you, and I made this point yesterday, so cool, all of us who went to HBCUs, they all have a, a, a white aspect to them. If what for white people, they wouldn't be up. So we're all, quote unquote, a part of that talent of 10. If you know what the talent of 10th means, basically, in a long, so I, so I won't have to explain all this. You're, you're more success, you're more acceptable to society if you have a degree. The more education you have, the more the, the better you are. You should be in society. So essentially, it looks at people who don't go to college as nobodies. Okay. Now, here we go. So cool. Blacks have the highest poverty rate again, and then that number. Now I did go down. It was twenty one point one in two thousand and twenty, but it's nineteen percent now. Nineteen percent blacks. And whites is 8.1. Poverty is still a huge issue. Now, how are how we going to solve poverty? That at this point, so cool, I, it's so far out of hand. And I've been doing this podcast for three years and I've been trying to find a way. And that's one of the things that I, I, I can't wrap my hand around. I don't know why. I don't know why, but the poverty rate. And even when it comes to, and I'm talking about the housing market too. The housing market. Even from the 60s, coming up to now, blacks are not owning houses. So we, we, we're falling down and, and, and when it comes to that. Now, that leads into day four when you talk about Ujama Cooperative Economics, which is the black candle to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses to profit from them. Now, here's the thing when it comes to profiting something for yourself. And I've said this on a lot of podcasts. I've said this. A lot of people feel like they need white people to do something, to effect something. So cool. Let me tell you something my daughter said to me. I was talking about my UNI world, and she asked me, she said, Daddy, why don't you like white people? She said, God is white. 
Uh, it was tough. God is white, and why don't you like white people? And at that point, all the theories and the beliefs that I have done over the years on brainwashing was, was just completely real to me. And but here, the, the funny part is, she can tell me some of the prejudice acts that she actually displays in her class. And I'm talking about her teacher. She displays prejudice acts that her teacher displays and what well, she tells me about them in class. So she acknowledges it. She knows it's there, but the brainwashing her said, why don't I like white people? Because God is white. So I had to have a whole, I had to have a whole conversation, whole talk with her. But listening to the youth will put you into the future. Okay. Listening to the youth will put you into the future. And that's where we at. That's what we're battling with. Okay. Now, so it, it struck the conversation. Okay. Prejudice versus racism. Now, prejudice is a preconceived opinion that is not based on reason or actual experience. Preconceived opinion. Racism is a discrimination or antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership in a particular racial or ethnic group. Based on the idea that your own race is superior. I don't think no one is going to sit here and say, oh, no, my race is not superior. My race don't matter. No one is going to actually say that. OK, so with those two definitions, black people are not racist. We can't be racist. We don't stop other ethnic groups from advancing. Now, in some ways, we probably do. But not as much into the effect as white people with us. So if I say, I don't like that, that's that uh, white people eat that. We don't eat that. Oh, that's racist. No, it's not. It may be prejudice, but everybody's prejudice. What do you mean by everybody's prejudice, James? If you walked into a room full of black people, if you're white out there listening to this, and you walked into a room full of black people, your preconception or preconceived reception is going to say, how are they looking at me? I'm going to feel like a sore thumb. I'm, I'm still like a sore thumb. I wonder if they think I don't like them. Or reverse it. When a black person walks into a room with a whole bunch of white people, it's a preconceived opinion that I might not be liked. So everybody is racist. Excuse me, everybody is prejudiced. Everybody has a preconceived opinion about another race. That, that, that's just it, okay? Now, if you want to talk about being prejudiced and actually it, it was like with Dallin Roof, okay, when he killed all those church members, one white person walked into a black, and we, oh God, let's pray for him. But let one black person walk into an all-white church, everybody's looking at who is this nigger, okay? Now, but see, here, here's the thing. I, I don't want to be the one to say my daughter can't hang around white people. But she don't understand when I ask her certain questions when she do, because she, she has white friends right now, okay? And this is my youngest daughter, okay? So I don't want to tell her that, but at the same time, I'm still trying to express to her the difference between racism and prejudice. And that's what, and that's the message. Not the total message. Podcast definitely ain't done. <laughs> but that's the message. Racism versus prejudice. 
Okay. Now I know a lot of people so cool, and we know I know a lot of people that will tell you that you know growing up, hey, I can't hang around you. Why? Because you're black. Period. And blacks are the only ones who fall for the peace, the peace, and it always leaves us vulnerable. We always want to make peace, and it leaves us vulnerable. It's that is that Dr. King syndrome. I mean, even Dr. King, you know, woke up. You know, in the, in the midst of his protests, okay, he realized that he was poisoning black minds. But white people ain't going to tell you that. They're going to play that I have a dream speech. They ain't going to play all his speeches, okay? All right? So black and white people teach their kids through prejudice, mindsets. That is true. So everybody's prejudiced. That doesn't mean that you're racist, all right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up. We will continue with day five through seven as we continue out the green candle. That and more coming up on the Black Coffee Podcast. And I am your host. My objective, no, no Through the pot, let's take a sip. They taking shots, we taking trips. Pilot vision, you and I, a mission just to be specific. Got enough soul to not fly spirit. Got enough soul to keep y'all lifted. Follow my role and keep it spiritual. This be the ritual. Black my coffee, hold the cream. I check one, two, eight. Here we go. This is that windows down low. Turn me up. It don't matter what we talking, just as long as it's black coffee. Yeah. This is that windows down low. Turn me up. It don't matter what we talking, just as long as it's black coffee. Uh. This be that. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Black Coffee Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, James Allen. All right, we're gonna finish up with day five through seven of Kwanzaa, but I want to bring up something um, before we dive into those principles. I want to talk about the teacher or professor at Winston Salem State University. Now, we had an altercation, not we, but there was an altercation at Winston-Salem State University, which is located in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And here is where a professor had a black student. Now, she appears to be white. (laughs) The reason why I say appears to be white, so cool, is because she looks white, but she's listed as black in the on, on the website. So I thought that was really, really, really interesting. But. It made waves and it went viral because the student was essentially locked up in the middle of class for going back and forth with a professor at an HBCU and the woman appears to be white. I have to keep saying appear because she's identified herself as black. So I don't know. Now, there's a lot of layers to this. As I was talking off the air about this, Of course, I'm going to say, well, I don't feel that the girl needed to be handcuffed in a college, at a college institution in the middle of class. However, talking to producers and everybody else, they asked me the question, well, what if your daughter was actually inside of that classroom and she was not the one that was in altercation, but wouldn't you want her to be safe? Now, apparently, according to, you know, officers, the the situation is not safe until the subject is handcuffed. (laughs) The the situation is not safe until the subject is handcuffed. Now, here is where I caution a little bit because now all the school shootings come into play. I have to I have I cannot omit those. Okay. So all the school shootings come into play and, you know, 
I felt like, in my opinion, I didn't feel like she was a threat at that moment. Just by watching the video, I was not there. I didn't feel like she was a threat, but as someone made me realize, you don't know what a threat is. That might have stopped a future threat happening onto school. So I'm in between all that. I'm inter- I'm interested to see. Now the school came out with a report and they backed the teacher. They backed the situation. They was st- they was firm on it. You know, they feel like they did the right thing. <sighs> Initially I feel like they, were, they they didn't do the right thing. Thinking about safety, thinking about caution, thinking about have kids getting ready to go to college. Actually one uh one of my sons actually already graduated from college. And even at my college um campus homecoming we had a situation where there was some guns or some you know so 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 yeah so it's it's a it's 50 50 it could go either way i i get the safety idea but you know i locked them in class so cool in class i mean yeah you know okay well We'll check back on that situation. Day five, Nia, purpose, green candle to make our collective vocation the building and development of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Now, of course, I'm going to also talk about Kyrie Irving with this. I didn't know. I did. I did know it came across my path one time, but I did not know he brought a new home for George Floyd family in Texas. Didn't know that. I do know he quietly donated $22,000 to a Harvard, excuse me, Howard University student who needed money to contribute, to continue her studies. And that's the same school that Vice President um, Harris goes to as well. Collective vocation of building and development of our community. We are only as good as our future. Invest in the future, whether it's, your own kids, somebody else's kids, you know, find that way to restore our people to our traditional greatness. And I love that. I do feel so cool. I do feel that more people are gaining the idea of pouring back into black people for some reason. 10 years ago, if I brought this this subject up, black people would just, you know, I but I guess with the George Floyd situation and other things happening in the black community, people are more inclined to give back. But for me, I feel like that paints your legacy. What is your legacy going to be? That goes into day six. Kumba. Okay. Creativity. Green candle. Now, nobody, nobody's going to walk around and have the black power fist up all the time like James Allen. But how are you going to paint your community? What are you going to paint your community with? Of course, after World War II, the Harlem Renaissance was a great example of this. Through poetry, through writing, through music, through art. You know, they painted the city and it still has an effect today of the positivity of the Harlem Renaissance. So that that's as we continue on to get ready to get uh, going to day seven. How are you going to leave your legacy onto your school? One of the reasons why I love the school that I work with so cool, work at so cool, is because the executive director had a plan. Okay, he had a plan to start a charter school and he it was an elementary school and now it's he's got the middle school going. I don't think he's going to go to the high school. I hope not because I'm sure I'm not going to teach there. I don't want to stay in the middle school. All right. 
But the point I'm trying to make is when it's all said and done and the good Lord closed his eyes, the boys integrity Academy is something that he left the community. Now I'm not saying everybody go out there and start a school. No, but the same way back in the day where, Oh yeah. Well, you know, uh, auntie such and such going to be looking out the window. That's her legacy. She was always nosy. What is your legacy going to be in your community? Now, I got to talk about this so cool. Now, we, we alluded to this earlier. Now, 2022, 74.6% of white households own their homes compared to 453 of black households. A gap more than 29 points. In 1960, the white ownership rate was 65% and blacks was 38, which was a 27-point gap. So, are we making progress? Why? Why, 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 why is home ownership such an issue for the black community? And I really think that's a huge thing passing down these houses. You know, my mother told me, my mother told me this, this is, this is why I've always been on this home situation. Okay. This is why I've always been on this home situation. So cool. I went through a rough time in 2015 and I, to the point that I had, I was getting my own, I had started my own after school program. And well, when I, it was actually a summer camp, I had started my own summer camp and I was going to turn into an after school program after the summer. But I, so I called myself not signing no contract. I'm, I'm just going to work for myself. I'm going to be my own boss, my own man. Okay. Didn't, didn't work out that way. I had a lot of money from the summer camp. And I knew I didn't have a contract, so I was in limbo, and I just went home to my parents' house. And I sat in my room <laughs> at my parents' house, and I was moping, pouting. And my mother walked in there, and this I was in maybe my early 30s. And she walked there and looked at me and said, boy, you're spoiling your blessing." I said, what do you mean, mom? A lot of people don't have a house to go home to when they go through what you went through. A lot of people just can't just pick up and say, oh, I'm going to my parents' house and reset, which is essentially what I did. Reset in my life. It didn't take me long, about five months. Got back to Charlotte, you know, got back into the school system. Blase, blase. Okay. And ever since then, I, I I don't I don't take it for granted the home ownership and you know and and that and that's how people become homeless, burning bridges with family members, and you have nowhere to go. So be lucky that you have somewhere to go. So that's my hope and my prayer is is, is that the kids of 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 this generation understands that, which I think they do which I definitely think they do. And I always, I use my son as the litmus test. I hope that's the right way. <laughs> I never said the right litmus test. Okay. Cause he's 23 years old and he's, he's, he's right there at that, of that next generation of what we're going to become. Okay. And he has a total different mindset, but yeah, you're spoiling your blessing. And I wiped my tears and I said, okay, I, I, I got to do something different. All right. Now, also, Trauma is real, ladies and gentlemen, in the black community. And basically, the only 
thing I'm going to say about this is go get help, period. Go get help this year. Go talk to someone this year. I had to talk to someone about a lot of things going on. I still talk to people about a lot of things going on. And you will hear me you will hear me say over a lot of my podcasts, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. Data shows that roughly 25% of black African Americans seek mental health care compared to 40% of white people. White people going to get there, they're going to get the help for their issues. We're not going to get the help for our issues. And that can stand for a whole bunch of things. Childhood, all kind of stuff. Okay? Day seven, as we go into the new year, I want to wish everyone a happy new year. Day seven, Amani, Faith, to believe with all your heart in our people and our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and the victory of our struggle. Pay attention to the people in front of you. Understand that the uh, understand the way was paid for you through the ancestors. Say that right? Ancestors. Yeah. The way was paved. I hate, I shouldn't say hate. I don't like when people compare professional sports to slavery. I get their concept. I get it. But there's no way you can compare someone making buku amount of money versus somebody working for free just because you have to do a high jump at a combine. Just because they're making you run fast at a combine. I don't like that. Why do we compare? Why, why, why are we comparing that? Is I, I, I've said it. If you go back and listen to black blood, I showed you the reasons why we're out there. I told you. I broke it down. That's the reason why our people are out there, okay? We're faster at some positions. Period, point blank. White people wanted to win. I need more niggers. Excuse my wranglers, but that's what they were saying. <laughs> I mean, that, that just is what it is. So I don't compare the luxury that we have today and yes, we're still going through things. Don't get it twisted. Yes, we, of course. Okay? Trauma's real. So cool today. I was on the way here. Insurance, every, you always hear me say this. Insurance paid up on my car. All my lights work. My license is not suspended. Cop got in back of me and I still got nervous. <laughs> still nervous. Why? Don't know. I'm riding clean. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> and I still have trauma. Why? Because it, just, it is what it is. I just have trauma. Okay? So understand that. Understand that, okay? Now, one thing I, I, I'm hearing, I, I see a lot of our people doing, and I'm getting ready to go with this one, is everybody have a great new year. A lot of people are black people are actually starting to 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 lead a country so cool. Black people are as the more I hear, you know, yeah, it's it's to the point now that people are starting to look at me funny cuz I don't have a passport. You ain't got a passport. But back in the day that wasn't even brought up. That wasn't even and even, you know, like yourself, you know, you've been a lot of places, you know, shown your family a, a, a lot, and that's great. I'm going to do that. But 
we're we're enjoying and we're investing our energy in other places. And I think that's good. I know that's good. Okay. And I know it's just more than Africa, but you know, focusing on Africa j- just because of, of, of Kwanzaa. But from what I understand and from what I know, researchers that flourishing, flourishing entertainment industry is going good in Africa. Entertainment, entertainment industry. I know there's a lot of artists, African artists that I hear, you know, in, in, in the media world, cover them. Okay. So don't look at Africa as what they portray you or even the world. I can say. Go see for yourself. And I'm talking to myself. Okay. Cause I have it, but a lot of people around me are, and that's, that's a great thing. Okay. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, have a great year. Go get help. Stay strong. Build on your foundation. Let's have a great year in 2023. That's all today, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Till next time, I am your host, James Allen. Black Coffee Podcast. Black Coffee Podcast. Black Coffee Podcast. Yeah. Black Coffee Podcast. Ah. So cool you did this one, man. Yeah. Black cup. Black cup. Huh. Um, power to the people. people. Here we beat my fist. Twice the ball of what they call him. James Allen, Mr. No Assist. Elevate the masses. Step in my objective. No, no quit. Through the pot, let's take a sip. They taking shots, we taking trips. Pilot vision, you and I ain't mission just to be specific. Got enough soul to not fly spirit. Got enough soul to keep y'all lifted. Follow my role and keep it spiritual. This be the ritual. Black my coffee, hold the cream. I check one, two, eight. Here we go. This is that windows down low. Turn me up. It don't matter what we talking, just as long as it's black coffee. Yeah. This is that windows down low. Turn me up. It don't matter what we talking, just as long as it's black coffee. Uh. This be that black coffee podcast. Black coffee podcast. Black coffee. Hey, hold the cream. This be that black coffee podcast. Black coffee podcast. Black coffee. Hey, hold the cream. Yeah. You and I world. Welcome to the Black Coffee Podcast. I am your host, James Allen. James Allen. The Black Coffee Podcast. Your safe haven for education and spiritual liberation. Hashtag powers to the people. And long, and long live the ancestors. Hey, hold the cream.